Thank you so much. You should really check out Blood and Bud on the Spotify's and and what's it called? The the Apple Music, I believe. But um also, you should really check out the Boombastic Media Network because they're just so awesome, you know? <laughs> and we're also going to talk about horror stuff, bloody disgusting mutilation things, and and some drug stuff because, you know, we all need to be on drugs. Thanks. Bye. Columbia Pictures. Columbia. Columbia Pictures. Sam Raimi's preferred studio before his own. Yeah, buddy. Welcome back to the Dead Kids of Derry. Sleepwalking with everybody this evening. You know what I mean? How's everybody doing? Doing good. And this is by far one of the uh, best films uh, that uh, deal with cat people. <laughs> by far. I mean, it's a short list, but this is definitely one of the ones that are the better. Oh, yeah. Step aside, Val Luton. (laughs) (laughs) When rewatching, I I, I enjoyed it a little bit more on the rewatch. When I was younger, it it didn't quite quite have, like, the horror elements that I would have preferred. But it's kind of grown on me. You guys get any feelings like that on rewatches to prepare for the big show? Uh, uh, Unfortunately, yes. I rewatched this and I actually like this way more than I thought I would. Yeah. I think I just had not the greatest experience when I was younger, but I actually enjoyed the hell out of this. I, the, the cameos made me smile. The, you know, I mean, Brian Krause, I mean, come on. I mean, charmed. He's been around, you know, he's, 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 he's a good actor and it's cool how Mick Garris and Stephen King just kept doing so many amazing affiliations and this really kind of was the first time they all came together on this. You know, and to, to piggyback off what Coyne just said, I don't think Mick Garris gets the credit he deserves. He's he's, he's one a good of those filmmaker. guys. Yeah. And he's been there in the mix for as long as the, the, the guys that always get mentioned in the, in the same breath, like Hooper, Carpenter, Craven, like Mick Garris is right there. Like he's been involved in all of those franchises at one point or another too, you know? And this, and I mean, like, I know a lot of people shit on his version of the shining, but I actually, I like what he went for. Weber is a damn good actor. I, I, I enjoyed it. Yeah. Yeah. Plus, also, you got Mark Hamill here having, I have to say, one of the best porn stashes I've seen in a long time. I always, I'm saying, man. Whenever he tries to be hard or anything like that, I love seeing that in movies. It's just uh, an interesting vibe. The douchey or more broomstick-wise, like the mustache, the more of an asshole you are, right? <laughs> I'm a pretty big asshole, and this thing is getting kind of broomsticky. So, <laughs> no, I, I mean, yeah, Ron Jeremy, you know that. 
mustache. Uh, um, Body bags time, I assume. Right, right around there, too, you know. No, this is the weird fucking thing. They don't respond on the corpse jumping out, but they respond on the cat jumping out. That scares the shit out of them. Well, there's actually and, a, a scream in the, in the actual movie. There's a scream for some reason, if I remember correctly. That like, why would a dead body scream? It's, was it's some, the life escaping it. The, I guess the, so. it's the, the gases. The yeah. There were some choices. There were some choices made in this movie that were like. Who cares? It's to get a scare. Yeah. That's what I call that. It's like, okay, that made no fucking sense, but it doesn't, it doesn't matter. We're going to get the crowd to jump. That's, that's what's important here. We'll establish the scare, then we put in some surrealism. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, that's, that's Garris in a nutshell. If you really look at what he does, he, he doesn't, he doesn't really care about always making sense. He cares about getting the reaction from the audience. That's, that's more important to him. Is that the right choice? I don't fucking know, but it's what he does, and it's pretty uh, prevalent throughout all of his directorial stuff, for sure. Yeah, he definitely yeah. knows what he's doing, and I think he's able to work well with studio and creative property owners. I mean, his original does. deal was he was kind <clears> of, <throat> like, before podcasting, but he was doing, like, that public access TV out of California. That's where he met all the film, all like Romero and, you know, everybody. Yeah, and that's how he got in the mix. Starting interviewing him and you know going on set and that how he got that's how he got his foot in the door in the film business which is always respectable and interesting you know what I mean he, he was a receptionist on Star Wars it is mm. well you got Landis who makes a cameo in here I think he started out in the mailroom you know what I mean that used to be like the way to the, the way to break into the business way back when was mailroom then get on set somehow and then work continue to work your way up climb that ladder. Right. Yeah. There's no ladder to climb anymore, though. That's just not. That's just not how it works. No, I just like saw a rope, yeah. and hopefully it catches on something. You're fishing. You fumble to the top. Well, yeah, you well, fail upward. That's, that's, well, that's well it's, it's more of like you know, you 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 marry into it, or you're born into it, or you happen to be the brother's cousin's former roommate yeah. that. Uh, they like or something like that. Modern Hollywood. Alex is absolutely right. Modern Hollywood is a hundred percent nepotism. Yeah, it's it's oh, nepto babies run Hollywood. Okay, nepto mm-hmm. babies run Hollywood. That's why we need to take over, guys. Hey, I'm down for it. Who who wants to go with me? We'll we'll, we'll come on. Yeah, let's take them out. Um, but it's kind of, it is interesting though because there are like certain time periods. Like you can, you can look in the '90s, like. When they were kind of gambling with people like, you know, Fincher and Tarantino, you know, that kind of, you know, want, that were establishing, you know, themselves as filmmakers and were able to kind of put themselves, you know, in there as well with all these other people that were kind of grandfathered in. So, so they're not really open to, you know, new blood, new talent, you know, it's almost it was, it was only a, for sacrifices. They only take new blood for sacrifices. It was an indie, the indie, that was the last of like the indie boom. You know? That's, that's what I was about to say. Thank you, Matt. It, uh, Tarantino yeah. Fincher were riding the rest of the, the, the indie. Yeah. Kevin Smith. Yeah. Kevin Smith. Yeah. Th- those guys, they got on purely just because they, Showed they got lucky enough to show something at Sundance, and people were like, "Oh, this is quirky. Let's let's give it a shot," and it hit. So that's what happened. But these days, 
Yeah. Uh, back okay. at the time <laughs> when you get bored, you just play with a knife and carve into your arm. Well, he's in love. He's in love, Alex. Do you know love, Alex? No. Never no. matter. Never matter. So he's carving a T uh, for her her first name initial into his arm. That's how dedicated he is, Alex. When you love someone, you carve yourself. That's just how it goes. Oh, okay. I, 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 I my leg one time. Make it feel I, real. I literally just go to the uh, the cemetery, pick up a rose off a grave, and then hand it to him. I never thought Brian Krause was an attractive man, Jess. What do you? What's the female perspective on this guy? On which guy? The guy that's the, the Brian, the dude who's like, you know, spoiler is going to have some issues. Mister No Shirt. Mister No Shirt. Would, 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 I kind of have to like. I didn't get a chance to rewatch this, sadly. Oh. But like, I've seen the movie. I just can't like remember exactly. Oh, this dude. Yeah, yeah that dude. Yeah. Mm. Too clean for me. Pretty uh, boy uh, next door. Yeah, he's like. I feel like I could destroy his life. He's got a Heath Ledger thing going for him a little bit. Yeah, it's like you know, to like younger me, but like in my thirties, I'm like, eh. I just don't think girls would be swooning, but he's got that troubled dark side of the tracks vibe, but he is clean cut. You got that, you know, you, you know what I mean? So he's like threatening, but not threatening. He's I'm also a cat get... that sucks souls. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to get the perspective. Yeah. Well, well, I mean, I gotta say, I mean, one thing about this movie, this is definitely uh, one movie that's totally full to the brim with pussy. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Figurative and literal yeah. and everything in between. The, yeah, in. Hey, hey, hey. Honestly, I wanted to do this at the very beginning when they're showing the picture of the cats, but you know, I, I had I had to put it in there because man, there's plenty of poontang of to, many varieties. To be completely <laughs> fair, Billy, he while the dad joke about the pussy is like, you know, an ad, on the nose, on brand Alex Hawk, guaranteed 100%. Yeah. He's not exactly wrong because that is a mom and a child on this the is so right now weird. that are about to fuck. Oh, yeah, they're brother. Yeah. No, son and mother, yeah. Uh, and they're going to fuck. So, hey. they do that. I don't think even actual cats do that, do they? I don't know. I don't Jesse, know. You're a cat. You have cats. They'll make... It doesn't matter. They fuck whatever. Really? I didn't know it was like that. Yeah. On site my, like that. My female cat has given like had like five batches of kittens, and uh, half of them were ancestral, and like some of them did die because of it. Yeah, they don't care. They're like, "Hey, hey. pussy, let's do it." Tell, tell I mean, the cat just to give more head instead of sex. You don't got to worry about the... the There's the, a barbed the, penis. Well, does he have a barbed penis, guys? I don't know. You know what? We, that's we, a good question, though. That's a good I, question. Barbed penis, my goodness. Mm-hmm. Cats, okay. have, barbed, cats have barbed wieners. Okay, okay, okay. This is great. Okay, what we have to do is a remake of Sleepwalkers, but go more of like a porn version so we can actually so see... So he has a barbed dick? Yes, yeah. yes. It'd be like a horror <laughs> porn, okay? You know, he's like doing doing her with a barbed penis, and then, you know, all... all th- this is awesome. I say we got to do this. Call him Mick Garris. We'll go- we got to do this. Uh, I am so happy. <laughs> we'll all use pseudonyms. Yes, <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not producing this film as James D. Lamont. That's not happening. I'm gonna be like, I'm gonna okay. be like fucking okay. Chuck Drillbit. Like, I'm gonna be like, uh, 
this 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 uh, this uh, new version, okay, is going to be called Bob Penis. <laughs> they bite all for squeeze in the night. <laughs> Ah, the good old-fashioned movie theater. Something that's almost completely in the past. That didn't even exist then. (laughs) (laughs) I I love these following, you know, shots. These The shot reminds me of like a Blob 88, almost like that movie theater. You know, right there. Yeah, yeah. For sure. Well, I think this has that real throwback horror vibe to it. You know what I mean? It's definitely not the slasher it's, icons you're used to. It's but a try- creature feature. They were trying to make him kind of slasher icony with like Freddy, like the one-liners with like Freddy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Not that I they can, would have been sequels, but I can Ooh. smell that lobby. I can just smell that lobby. Yeah. Like, oh, see, see's classy. He's dancing. He has the Walkman. Dancing. Oh, <laughs> the stale popcorn. Saltiness, soda. That's real. I, I mean, I, come on. Which one of us ha- haven't put on a Walkman wa- and just got down jiggy with it? Like in, I'd be in- lying if I said I didn't. I do this at work all the time. <laughs> I actually do. I'm like one of the dancers. It's kind of great. <laughs> I haven't. I make all my customers dance with me. Yeah. Nice. I do believe that, though. Yeah. <laughs> I do this at work while I'm cleaning industrial machinery. <laughs> that looks fantastic. It's only killed yes, 13 people. But I think Billy has better hair, though. <laughs> yeah. Oh, most likely. I'm like, yeah. come along. Sing, duck, sing the DuckTales thing with me. DuckTales. Woohoo! I'm, <laughs> just saying, I'm just saying, Coin, if I was at work and you in particular came up to me and said, sing the DuckTales theme with me. You'd probably get thrown into an industrial grinder. <laughs> that's just me, though. I'm no, not a happy guy when I'm at work. No. <laughs> yeah, I, I, you got to pick and choose how you actually say it. It's the best way to put it. That's a good point. That's yeah. a good point. Hey, man, can you get me like a double, a uh, big family size thing of popcorn for me and my mother? It's date night. <laughs> <laughs> Cut a hole in the bottom. Yes, Eight I, night. I, I, I really. Eight night. I'm trying to get some. Give me the biggest popcorn <laughs> you can. Who's it for? My mom. Yes, um, I, I really love my mom. I, I love my mom so much. Don't forget the Mike and Ikes. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. That's for the yeah, sounding. It's like a taboo episode, guys. <laughs> a little bit. Well, you know, you, you, you know the old saying about you know the first uh, few minutes of your life you're trying to escape. But I'm spending all my time trying to get back in. <laughs> I had such a crush on her when she was on Twin Peaks. Oh, yeah. I oh, love yeah. that show. Her and Sherilyn. Yeah. Uh huh. She was Shelly in the diner. I. Yeah. I, I don't know how to say her real fucking name, but yeah, she's, she's, she's hot. She's hot. Her and the mom. Oh Alice, yeah, like early '90s Alice Cridge and her same time. Fucking ten years younger, ten years older. Come to daddy. Oh <laughs> man, man, this, this this is going to be mother, daughter, son party. If you know what I'm talking about. If Brian Cross is smart. That's what he's been going for. He's like, no, mom, I'm not going to kill her, but I got an idea. <laughs> I got an idea. Okay, okay. 
You let no, hear me out. Have you ever man. heard? Have you ever heard of a reverse Eiffel Tower? <laughs> yes. No, I haven't. Well, yes. that's what he should have been going for. Listen, we're all going to hell for this episode. I can just feel it. <laughs> he fucked his mom, not me. I'm just here to comment on it. He fucked his mom, not me. <laughs> yes, yes, but hey, if she's around, I'd fuck her too. But I anyway. I can't, I, I, a hundred, I cannot a hundred percent blame the guy. Alice Cridge was a very fine woman in 1992. Oof. <laughs> and she had a nice voice in this movie, too. She that's what I'm like, saying. It was, like, very sultry. Yeah, that's the word. But also, like, very evil all at the same time. Like, it was, like, condescending. It's almost, like, got, like, heavy mommy vibes and, like, the fetish kind of way. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like, it, 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 and, like, my foot type of thing. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, man. Yes, that that all all she needs is like tight leather, like uh, boots all the way up to the knee. She's pegged her son. I can guarantee it. Pegged her son. She has pegged her son. Hundred percent. And they've cucked it out a couple times. Ryan Krause wears a lot of fucking denim in this movie. Yeah, yeah he's a Canadian tuxedo in this whole fucking thing. <laughs> hey, man, is that a pussy in the bag? Probably. <laughs> Excuse me, can I have my pussy back? Oh, it is really. Wait, they're question. afraid of cats, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they're terrified of them. Oh, okay. So they're not cat people. No, they are. That they turn into something that I think has a slight lion-esque. I mean, they're supposed like to be they're... vampires, but there's something slightly feline. I feel about the design of them. I mean. So I, like I could be wrong. This was King's second swipe at the vampire mythology. Obviously, we've covered a whole lot of Salem's Lot on the show already. So that and James' favorite <laughs> return to Salem's Lot. Yeah. James, do you think there was any residual coke going on? Ooh, I like that. Um, Sleepwalkers? No, actually. I don't think there was because this is one of the only movies that did not have a story it was based on. He wrote this screenplay. Yeah. As a screenplay. There was no... This isn't based on a book or anything. Yeah. So, this isn't from the Coke times. This is from his head after he got sober. Okay. So, that makes so, it even more wild, because it's even weirder than most of his other stuff. Yeah. Oh, wait, wait. That makes sense, because if you think about it, okay, he's finally off Coke, okay? So, he's... Has all this pent up, you know, like sexual tension, and you know he decides to write a screenplay about pussy. It makes sense to me. Maybe I'm just throwing it out there. I don't know if you guys have ever experimented with amphetamines before, but it can have a negative effect on your cardiovascular system. Maybe he could not get an erection for quite a while, <laughs> and. He got, he came out of it like rip roaring, ready to go. So he's like, I'm gonna make a script where this guy's trying to fuck this chick. He fucks his mom. He's gonna fuck this one over here. He's gonna bite these guys' fingers off. Like he's yeah. Like the party enough, you get whiskey dick now and then. So you know, whatever. It's just like pace yourself, people. Pace. So pretty much, he has a red wood in his pants at this moment, which I can I mean, understand. Pink. Yeah. Uh, so, um, going back to the cat and cocaine thing, apparently, 
There was um, it's not a bobcat, but it's in like the same family. It's like I think it's called a Sawyer or something like that. It yeah. tested positive for cocaine. What? Huh. Yeah, just saying. So now wild animals are doing cocaine. James, how many times have you seen Cocaine Bear? Yeah, I only saw it the once so far. I've seen it once too. Was... Well, I've I've seen it once when I was doing cocaine with the bear, but you know that was a whole separate episode. I had a lot of fun with it, but it is a completely ridiculous movie <laughs> yeah, based on the ridiculous fun. thing that actually happened, which makes it even more funny. Yeah. Now we have Otto from Beetlejuice playing Got the teacher. Him! And Otto getting into some trouble? Didn't he get into some weird trouble later in life or no? Yeah, he got he into uh, he got into some trouble. Like Jim Jeffries, whatever his name yeah, is. Yeah, Jeffrey yeah. Jeffrey Jones yeah. trouble type deal. Yeah. Oh. That super gross stuff. That's yeah. Super gross stuff indeed, yeah. A lot of the cast of Beetlejuice got in some weird trouble. Yeah, that movie's weird like that. Gross. Yeah. Gross. <laughs> that's a very strange light on it if you watch it after you know all the things all she's giving him is the fuck me eyes this entire yeah, because, movie I mean Jesus listen, Christ listen I'm, I'm, getting, I'm getting some redwood right now because of her eyes so you know oh you horny weirdo is this episode going to end up on Pornhub <laughs> oh. <laughs> it sounds like we're going that well, way again though to be fair this is by far one of the horniest things Stephen King ever came up with I mean, I was so horny and confused the first time I ever saw this, so I I can't deny that. This is a very horny, confusing movie. And Otto freaking, this is the strangest reason to chase after someone, because you insult them. You know, how many... He really likes know, him, though. He's, he's a yeah, he likes him. Yeah. He also wants to bang. Who wants this strange outsider community? He wants to peg Brian I mean, as well. No. <laughs> But with a flesh peg, you know how it goes. Right. A real <laughs> peg. Yeah. Uh, all the girls hanging out, ga- gossiping. About talking about That's pretty yeah. real, though. That's, that's, hey, I like how you, real to the time. Hey, why do you go shopping to show the pants? I mean, dude, like, if you grew up in the 90s, that is the most 90s-looking group of girls yeah. ever. Yep. Yeah. That is what the seniors in my high school looked like when I got to high school. <laughs> that is what the senior girls looked like. I wanted to go to your high school because my uh, my high school did not have uh, girls uh, this cool looking. Bison? They had bison. No? They had bison? I don't know. Did you not have glasses at the time, Alex? Because I feel like there was probably some... I bet your school had some lookers, too. There's usually at least a couple, Alex. Come on. Well, yeah. There's there's Even lookers the and then there's shot. TV high school girl yeah. lookers. There's a difference, you know. I no, mean, I had girls that hot in my school. Yeah, for sure. Every school <laughs> they had exist, hot girls. Alex. They exist. Huh? They exist. Uh, They're real. I was the hot oh. one. My oh. Eyes. Oh. <laughs> Alex, good thing Alex didn't see that. He'd, he'd have to pause the movie for a second. Have a song. Hold on a second. I gotta take care of someone. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Woo! Get, Listen, get, I have Alex, to move around a bit to adjust myself. Don't mind me. Oh, wow. <laughs> boner. This is, it. this is it, guys. This is it. This is the episode that does it. We're getting canceled because of Alex's boner. <laughs> Put that away, Alex. Come on. Boing. 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 I can't. It keeps on growing. 
Alex, I'm going to be very upset if you stand up and I see something I don't want to see. So I think get that. those thoughts out of your head right now and get back into uh, Stephen King's Sleepwalkers because, yes, we're all horny and confused. We're going to get through this. And we a lot of blue on that screen right there. Yeah, oh, I'm, yeah, I'm that's so, adding I'm so to my blue ball. I'm confused by the blue. I always, I always oh. thought it was a really weird choice that he put Brian, uh, Brian Krause. I don't even, I forget the character's name at the moment, but he stuck him in that Canadian tuxedo for most of the movie while giving him a blue car. Like well, that's showing all, all the the weird thing with it is like it take, the, the, like the supernatural element. There's a part when the car like changes. Yeah. So like, I think it's almost he. It just changes for what girls would like to try and impress the girl. You know yeah. what I mean? And then like it could even be the cars of the empire. I really, really is, dude. Yeah, no, that's 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 the thing. And he like, oh, okay, it's all that movie. Now those no. pictures are very phallic in the back. You know, he's like Lily talking in front of a tower. I think it's visual. I think right there is like it's like that tongue in cheekness that Garris adds to things. Like he he's like very subtly saying like, you know, they want to put the dick in the in the thing. You know? Yeah. He's slick like that with 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 his visuals. He'll he'll throw little nods in there. I like Mick Garris a lot. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a fan. I'm a Why is there underwear everywhere? What hers? As a girl, like Isn't I don't know. That's not how it is. No, it's actually not. It, it's What's that not? behind? I you? don't believe you. But that's What's not that hanging behind you. I love clothes. I there, but like well, they're not like everywhere. To be fair, though, like she's like throwing it out there. Like she could have very well just been like, "I'm gonna throw a couple." <laughs> of- yeah, yeah. I'm gonna throw a couple of these out so that he knows what kind of underwear I wear, so he can think about what's under it. Oh. Well, I'm, you, I'm you know, saying, I've seen it happen. Hey, you know that the secret is that underneath those clothes, he's completely naked. Yes, I get it. the secrets out now, Alex. Yeah, that's that absolutely true. Yeah. Technically, you. by that logic, we are actually doing this show in the nude right now. Yes, we I'm are. We're going streaking. Think about it. That's a reason. Everyone is naked right now. Yes. Yes. Even the audience. Whoa! Well, I hope they don't are. give that part away, though. <laughs> don't give that away yet. Okay, Usher and the boy away from mom. That boy ain't he... supposed to be in her room. Yeah. Don't mind me. I, I, done. That would have been a bigger <laughs> issue, I felt. Was this? They're going out to the what? They're going to a graveyard to like uh, do rubbings, charcoal rubbings or something. Yeah, yeah, rubbing. Yeah, yeah. yeah that, that's what I always use on my rubbing. I can't. Yeah. Hey, you want to come with me to the uh, graveyard so we can do some rubbing? You know, uh, yes, uh, Alex. Let's go to the graveyard to go rubbing. Oh, exactly, I like Exactly, though. Again, the subtle, the subtle little innuendo kind of like sexuality throw. There, it really makes there's nothing that. subtle about this. No. That's why this is so great. <laughs> well, the Never mother is playing. The mother is just trying to fuck him too, so like. That's exactly playing. right. <laughs> you, this, like, guy, this kid is getting more uh, poontang than they, friggin' the uh, Dallas Cowboys. They should have showed, they should have named this movie Everyone Wants to Fuck Brian. Because that's know. really yeah, what's yeah. going on. The makers of Howie, man. Your mother comes. 
Everybody How many play. people can do this one little boy? <laughs> Even though he's like, you know, two two and a half thousand years old or something. Yeah. Yeah, they are ancient, right? Yeah, no, they're super yeah. ancient. And he's got to get her soul to let the mother live longer or something like that? For I can't... They don't really... This is where it gets foggy yeah. as to why the mother can't go out and hunt for souls. Yeah. But he's got to hunt the soul down and then feed it to her. I wonder if he reason. needs souls to stay young, too. No, he does, too. But, like, she gets part of the soul, he gets part of the soul. Oh, okay. All right. uh, it's like honestly, a half-sees half, half thing, you know? That that sounds like a reverse, like, uh, how, how uh, like, birds feed their young, you know? The, yeah, the yeah. Mother. I so, think... so the, the mother, you know, gets the food, chews it out, gives it to the baby. So now, in this case, the baby has to chew up the food and give it to the mother. Yeah, uh, basically. It's, it's, something, it's something weird like that. But if you notice, like, again, like, subtle visual cues in the background, yeah. like, in their house. Yeah. You'll see little things like stuff from ancient Egypt and, like, stuff from all over the world. Like, little curios or paintings or furniture or something like all of it seems a little dated and out of place and like it, it kind of like ages them without mm-hmm. them having to say it in the in outright as part of the mythology yeah i've always thought that a, was really clever pulled over by your teacher it's like oh man and it's like this is this this is the scene that i think a lot uh that's not, i think some people really remember um, or one of the few scenes where Glenn Shadix just starts <laughs> writing. And when he turns and he says, I'm sorry, I, I, I can't help but I think every single time I've always laughed. <laughs> the thing that- about, the thing about this guy is no matter what he's in, I, I'm so glad that he let, lent, leaned into like more comedic relief parts yeah. over his career because I can't take him seriously. Right. Oh. Ever. All I think of when I see him is some goofy fat dude wearing a fucking kimono eating like really expensive Taco Bell. The, the one <laughs> role I, I remember he no. on, here it is. I mean, the hand. <laughs> Demolition Man. That's all I think. That's all I remember from him. This is his Demolition Man and Beetlejuice. Yeah. He was in the Apple Gates, too. Oh, that was big at the time. I remember that was in the trailer and everything. Uh, I think, yeah, that was in the trailer. I know with him driving, he changes was in the trailer. Yeah. That dude could also play a good creep, I bet, but he wouldn't want to lean into it because he's a creep in real life. You don't want people to know, but I bet he could play a fucking child molester, like, fucking award-winning, you know what I mean? He's, I think, I, child he's got that look. I agree. got heavy James. vibes, um, Robin Williams in one-hour photo vibes from him. Oh yeah, kind of well, they, you know the same way James says he's unthreatening. I think that that fits that child molester thing because they always try exactly. to be threatening. You know what I mean? Hey, why are you running away? I was just going to give you your and hand he goes back again. Back into a tree. Alex, this is your cameo in the film. Oh, what? I'm I'm, I'm the fat guy again, Eden. Hard makeup. That's what that Spinning is. Raspberries. Don't let. Don't let anybody fool you. That was not. That was a hard makeout session. They were working out some tension. Yeah. There was some serious kissing going on there. Bridge. Mm. She's a fantastic actress too. Yeah, she is. Yeah. I mean, it's a solid cast. I mean, you know, 
And Garrus knew what the hell he was doing. I mean, it's funny. You think about, like, Masters of Horror mm. and how that went on, too. It's like, you can see a lot of the roots, like, you know, with the kid. Oh, my God, this fucking cat in this car. I don't know what the hell this, like, what, what's going, what is, has to be said about the law enforcement in this town? <laughs> they don't have a canine unit. They have, you know. They have a pussy they, unit. Uh, well, Danny Martin, dude, he was uh, in Jason Goes to Hell. He used to yeah, he was. reach his heart, yeah. I believe. Yeah. yeah, he was. He's been in a bunch of stuff, though. Yeah. I love this guy. He's the greatest. He's a good actor. But, I mean, small town cop is a small town cop is a small yeah. town cop. We, we all know through many horror films that, that their ineptitude is go, knows no bounds. So... <laughs> And a lot of, are you ready for some football? Barry Bonds right there. I like those glasses. You got Dice Man glasses. I support that. That's what's up. I like his oh, mustache, yeah. too. It goes that is a nice Paunch, paunch, come in. Paunch. Oh, my God. Jesus. Those glasses say to me. There it is. It does. It does. It's very chips. It's very chips. <laughs> so, so what is this? Bring your pet to work day? I mean, basically, uh, his partner. She's shotgun. riding shotgun. Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, a you uh, met Officer Mittens before. Officer Mittens. Uh, How it is. Officer Mittens is so cute. <laughs> He's kind of perfect. Oh, back up right here. When shit goes down, I get Officer Mittens. <laughs> I, I can see the cat playing bad cop. <laughs> Makes sense. Good cop, bad cop. I'm the pussy. Ah. Oh, shit. Take it down. Ooh, for a minute, there was a, a little pet cemetery vibe. I was about to there. say, I was, yeah. I was, he was about to get the Gage Creed. That's what was going to happen. Cue the Ramones. Yeah. I don't want to be buried in no pet cemetery. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> going to kill the children. Yeah, he's going to go for it. Ooh, 10 points for for that one. I'll give him that because I would have done the same thing. Yeah, yeah. Right always the cop. <laughs> you know what stop means? He was loving it. He had a bloodlust. It's like Trans Am bowling. Mm. The cop hits the kids. Oh, yeah. Ooh, the cat's going to use the shotgun. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Well, yes. Oh, hole through the roof. Does this help? No. <laughs> I knew. I knew there was a scene where the cat. Look! It looked like the cat was literally riding shotgun. You know, yeah. <laughs> it was looking great. <laughs> How long is this chase? A lot. Yeah. Gosh, that How uh, okay. Here's another memorable scene coming up. Is the the morphs? The morphs. <laughs> Not a cat. Not a cat. We see that the guy bugs out. And then like, oh, folks. Michael Jackson, black and white working going on there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, that was an LSD. Roughly the same time, yeah. <laughs> Not too far off, actually. It was that. No, I mean, but they're morph effects. Would you guys continue to pursue or would you back off? Nah, fuck that. Dude, I would like turn around and like go to my uh, psychiatrist to have myself checked out. 
Yeah. Like, you won the day, sir. Yeah. I am going home now. Going to the bar. I feel like I thought I saw a face change three times in one car. Unification at that point. Yeah. It's just weird. It's like a baby and then like a crah kind of monster. I think it was the process of his life. Because he starts as a kid, kind of, and then it kind of yeah. goes up. Uh, Questioning right. my reality. I'm seeing cat people. Let me crawl into the nearest bottle. We're also... We're like, I mean, like, it, it's hokey looking, obviously, but we're still in that, like, pocket between, like, the very edge of the end of the popularity of practical effects and the dawn of CGI. Yeah. Like, this is still pre-Jurassic Park, so, like... And no one's seen, you know, morphs like this before, so, you know... Well, they, they were right on the edge of it. Like, it was they right were. They were right there. So, I give, it, I give it a little bit of leeway for looking corny because... They were playing with stuff that not a lot of people had. It looks, it looks cool good for, like, what they had. It's crazy. At the time, it was really cool. I still like it. It kind of holds up a little bit. Yeah. A little, something. a little something. Compared to some others, for sure. For sure, yeah. The cat is looking straight at the car and him. Mm-hmm. Cat's like, I see you, bitch. Ooh, you fucking... Mario. Ooh. Cat's like, you fuck you. You think they glued the pot of the window there? <laughs> To get that shot, probably. You know what I mean, it's quite possible. Well, you can train cats too. They yeah, should. Holding, they maybe should holding have. trainers holding a cat net about twenty feet away. Okay, I like. I like. Like I want. Yeah. Just hey, seen the shot hey, and had a cat paw come up, just like. <laughs> <laughs> and the cats constantly meowing, like he's right there. He's right there. <laughs> You I see it. Son of a bitch! I don't have a badge for no reason. Morale. There you go. Yeah, he I used see. to have a badge and a gun. The cat. Then <laughs> he killed somebody recklessly. How he goes? They pulled everything. He's a wild man. He's out of control. Oh, Desert. Now instead of blue balls, he has a red Ferrari. Hey. Balls from New Hampshire. No, I think it was Vermont. The last license plate. And now it's New York. That's weird. And now we've gone from testicles to vulva. Alright, <laughs> <laughs> hey man. I don't know what I saw, but I saw this guy's face like totally changed from a baby to the, some kind of cat thing to, you know, some kind of like guy from Charmed. You know, I don't know what's going on. Dude. Where did you put my coffee? <laughs> My head is hurting. I, I don't know what's going on. It looks like you didn't take your medication, bud. It's true. Need up the dosage. That's what the fuck's going on. <laughs> you gave me the Chiefs Nitro pills? A couple years ago, these guys would have been hanging him up, probably, unfortunately. It's not quite an even playing field in the workforce. He's still fighting them. <laughs> nah, he's only a couple of years out of these good old boys fucking put their white hoods under the bed, you know what I mean? They all look like shit, too, like they just drank fucking, just woke up from drinking all night. One of them has the darkest eyes, the devil's eyes. The devil's eyes. <laughs> <laughs> and it swings back around to him. Looks like the I was injecting guy. turpentine into my fucking dick last night. What's up? Yeah. <laughs> Next town over is called Morehigh. There's a doctor story over there. Can't get more high than that, Billy. Cat's Pretty high. Cat. His only real deputy is the cat. 
The cat's my only friend. Hardest I don't trust you boys. I think the cat's name's Morris. He's just like, Morris, you're the only one I can count on. Yeah. He's about to disappear tonight, talking to the guys like this. Ooh. Look at that dude right there. He's oh, he does have devil eyes. Yeah, dude. He's seen some dark shit. He's, he's got he's got the horny heroin addict eyes. That's what yeah. he has. He's done. He's he been, gave out too many tickets. He had to start shooting dope. He's taking the cat to question Dr. Giggles. Uh, I don't trust him around my cat. I like hey, that. a man like that, you don't trust around pussy. <laughs> no. The cat's the lie detector test for him. Of any variety. You just don't, don't do it. Uh oh. Hey, hey, mommy, I need some release. Can you help me? Oh, shut up, Hawk. <laughs> Jeez, two seconds. He's in there. Damn. I can. I, mean, I can literally. Every time that we talk about the incest, I can literally feel my penis like retracting into my body. It's yeah, like, I don't want to play anymore. Crawling up inside like a snail. It's a yeah. It's just like oh god. Oh, it's nasty. Ooh. Nasty business. Ooh, she's kinky. She likes to slap her son around. She's saying she needs it. And he don't want to give it to her. That's you see what I'm saying. And I think it's really interesting how much King really likes this movie. I mean, you know, he was around, you know, the production, you know, uh, a little bit. Uh, he, he, I mean, with Mick Garris, I mean, it's just, I mean, I thought it was really, really proud of it. Yeah, he's really, he's proud, really of it. proud of it. What's the relationship with King and his mother? Because this almost has like grown up an alcoholic house type vibe to it in a way. I mean, there's some Oedipal complex going on here, some alcoholism issues, abusive moms, like... Yeah. I thought he I got along with the, the mother. The so, father, so, the, his so, father wasn't there, but I think he got along with the mother or something like that. Yeah, I no, I, I don't I, I don't know if he's pulling this from experience or just yeah. imagination, you know? Oh, 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 too many trips to Pornhub. Oh my! Pornhub yeah. didn't exist back then, so yeah, true. Yeah, but X you know, okay, Penthouse, Playboy, you know. <laughs> I was about to say, back then we had to do it the old school way: go out to a creepy fucking building <laughs> with no windows. You too, you too. It's kind of like Easy Rider. Wear a trench coat. <laughs> I remember seeing Easy Rider magazines before, like Playboys, where it was like the motorcycle magazines. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, the old yeah, the yeah, the topless chicks would pose on bikes and shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I oh, gotta I say, them. I was not checking out the bikes. I don't think anybody was, Alex. It's fine. <laughs> I remember getting caught with one of them in school. Like we had one of them circulating, and and, and, and like they were looking at everybody's lockers for one. It was like a big deal. <laughs> yeah. Stop hugging. Stop fucking hugging. But but mommy loves him, loves him so much. She loves a little boy. Shut up, Hawk. So <laughs> anybody know the truth behind the you know, the beef between them and cats? They take their energy source or what's the story? Well the one thing I noticed if you, like the beginning credits, like you had like the whole Egyptian, you know, kind of yeah. thing that goes into it. I mean, you know, cats go back to biblical times, you know, and they've been seen as gods in different representations. And so, you know, there could be a fear of them from, you know, some supernatural thing that does fear them to keep them at bay. Hawk, I mean, and, uh, Lamont, yes. Um, actually, there's some, they, they don't touch on it in the movie, but there is some mythological significance 
to cats and vampires in like the rawest form of the mythology. Yeah. When I was researching Abigail, I went all the way back as far as I could with anything I could find the vampire legend. And it originally started with Sekhmet, which is the cat god. Mm. Was known, she was known as the blood drinker and the goddess of war. Mm. People would drink blood in the initial rituals to prepare for fights. And that's where the, that is literally the root of the vampire legend. And I'm pretty sure that that's kind of where they were pulling some of this from too. Um, but yeah, and I thought that was pretty cool. So, yeah. you know, that is I worked cool. some of that into my mythology too, because it's fucking neat. <laughs> that is cool, yeah. As a kid, I, I never, it. I never took it as vampires. I always assumed they'd be cat people. I see now it's roll his eyes. No, I always say right in the beginning of the movie. Yeah. Just the whole concept of the shapeshifter that yeah. could be attributed to vampirism, you know, or even lycanthropy. I mean, you know, I always saw it more as like the shape-shifting element. I mean, it could be interpreted so many different ways because of so many different creatures and mythologies that, you know, have some associations with the concept of shape-shifting. I don't, I don't think it's an accident that we generally, and this is like more big, obviously more big picture conversation, not just like talking about sleepwalkers, but I don't think it's an accident that vampires and werewolves get mentioned in the same breath all the time. Yeah. The, the mythology and the legend and the folklore are so closely tight knit together between the two, um, going all the way the fuck back to prehistory, to when people started thinking about scary things. Yeah. The things they thought of were people that turn into monsters. So. And then there's the whole concept of, you know, the mind where there were conditions like, you know, pathuria, you know, where, or even, you know, people that would grow hair excessively. I mean, you know, I know it's different things, but how it's all ingrained, you know, into us. I mean, we are the creators of this mythology. There's different points throughout history laying foundations. And I mean, I know we're getting so off topic here, but it's just how the concept of the shapeshifter is kind of, you know, ties this together. I don't don't think we're off subject at all. I think that sleepwalkers on a fundamental level is is like a root of that mythology. Like, Like, King's skipping... King skipped all the steps back to like I could easily see <clears throat> sleepwalkers existing in the same world as vampires, as werewolves, and just being, like, the root cause of the whole thing. You know what I mean? Like, it makes total sense to me that it would there would be some kind of proto-genus that came before the monsters we all know and, you know, talk about all the time. Right. Yeah. So I could definitely see that these these sleepwalkers or cat people or whatever you want to call them, I could see this existing as a side-by-side mythology with all of the other stuff like we talk about all the time, you know? Yeah. And I think that's fucking cool. It's even experiment with animals, you know? I mean, I've seen other movies that have tried different tropes. Um, another world comes to mind, uh, David Schmoller, with, like, you know, bird people. And, you know, I think that was a really interesting concept. And to almost take the animal and somehow make a parallel to 
the human condition and just extrapolate it to whatever world or, you know, realm that, you know, was associated with it. Even, even something like, um, that would probably be a little more rooted in reality, but something like the descent. Oh yeah. Bat people that just bat, like that just evolved underground from a different species or something like, cause that's what Neil Marshall was going for. Yeah. But, um, just something like that, even like just like the, the variations on a similar theme is the best way that I could, I, I guess I could word it. I just, I went back to that recently and I, and I, I don't know what it is. I kind of like that movie just as much as I like the cave. Definitely. Yeah. Agreed. Um, you know, the, the main actress who plays Tanya and Mick Garris were both allergic to cats when they made this film. That's yeah. going to be oh. Like to deal with. I'm sure they were only a lot of Benadryl on set. I would take it. I mean, it's terrible to be allergic to pussy. I bet you are. I heard you were allergic to pussy. The um, pussy's allergic to yeah. Yes, pussy is allergic to me. It's allergic to hawk. I feel so mean saying that. Hog eat pussy. Pussy don't eat hog. Hey, 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 hey! Listen, listen. What can I say? I don't know. They can't. They. They they run the other direction when I show up. I must give up dog vibes or something. What? <laughs> what a bit. You're too rough. <laughs> rough, rough, rough. <laughs> yes, oh. yes. I I can't help. Every time I I see a cat, I want to chase it. Yeah. Why must I chase the cat? George Clinton in the house. Woo! <laughs> That's why they used to call me Pussy Chaser. <laughs> Is that why they called you that? Yeah, I never caught him. Yeah, but yeah, I was chasing. He only says that, but it was actually animal control units chasing after Alex. <laughs> I, got a, I got a fun fact for everybody. Yeah, uh, McGarris revealed they had to make nine different cuts to get an R rating, but only one of them was for sex. There was a scene that was intended to be all one shot where it starts in the mirror and then goes down to see the clothing on the floor. The camera pans up to see bare feet, bare legs, bare bodies, and then reveal the mirror behind them as they're having sex in, in cat creature form. Uh, but Bri- Yeah, but Brian's bare buttocks were going up and down, which gave it an immediate X rating. Fortunately, uh, Garris covered himself with an overhead shot of their head and shoulders that he was able to get away with. Crazy. Oh, and then the I, MPA, I, in the MPAA, they, they will like say, okay, you're only allowed a certain number of thrusts. Right. And that was something that a lot of films would have to negotiate with. It's like, okay, you can only, you can have three thrusts, but you can't have five. If you do keep four, it, we're going, we're in dangerous territory. They're trying that to keep it as on. real as possible, Bill. Yeah, they know you I'm, only got three thrusts in you and then it's all they're doing. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> Well, I, I thought they were going to go after him for be- bestiality. Well, sometimes you gotta, you know what I mean? Ooh, a little tumble ruffle. Ah. Tabitha King, Stephen King's wife, wrote a treatment for a sequel that involved a female basketball team. Never Ooh. seen. Never you seen. mean women who can actually handle balls? Okay. I can get behind that. Have you ever heard of the WNBA? Asshole? You know what? No, no. no listen. He's probably What's thinking, with you? Ah, you don't kiss like my mom. <laughs> WNBA is a proud sponsor of the Dead Kids of Dairy. 
<laughs> Wait, hold on. My mom uses more tongue. Uh, can, can you use more tongue? Your mom uses tongue? My God, I thought you were being open with us for a second, Alex. I didn't no, know I'm, 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 I'm doing what's going on. This is mine. Okay? Well, that's nice. <laughs> that's nice of you. I'm watching a movie. <laughs> we are watching the movie. Can you lick my face? Can you lick my face? You know, like a cat? I'm gonna look everywhere. Actually, secretly thinking I have to go back to Leo. But my tongue is barbed, just like my penis. What the Thank fuck you. did I miss? <laughs> <laughs> you missed all the good stuff, James. Yeah, Again, we're going to lick you with uh, a barbed. With our barbed tongues and barbed penises. Heavy pack. Really? <laughs> <laughs> look at James. He's excited. I've never seen him smile like that before. Um, how do I word this? <laughs> Uncomfortable. Mm-mm. No, I'm fucking depraved. I'm in. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, let's just, yeah, let's everyone start kissing. He, oh, he's already having, he can't control himself. I actually and, liked uh, how he, his character, this, how it just, how it, you can almost see in his face that it's going to a really dark place. We're really I'll give him kudos for good acting. Yeah, I gotta say, I mean, when when you look at him, honestly, he really exhumes the, you know, the dark, darkness. Now he's eating her. Yeah, I was gonna say, that's kind of, look at that, have a kiss like that. Whoa, it's like, it's like I lost 10 years of my life. I was just gonna ask, like, how much life force was that? (laughs) Not enough, apparently. (laughs) Come on, Uh give me some more. I need some more. I'll get the rest to my mom, I promise. It's if you gave him black hair, this would be fear. I love this new take on Soul Taker. Marky Wahlberg. <laughs> Marky Mark. Joe Estevez. Oh. I like the way they did the nose. It's cute. He's a turtle. He looks like a turtle guy. <laughs> you know, turtle oh. number to the turtle club? Turtle, turtle. Turtle, turtle. <laughs> seeing that in real life, you'd be fucked up. That'd be a, that'd be a problem. That'd be a problem. We can make oh, and he punches her too. That's fun. He scared. He looked like he was in a fire, actually. So that, that that'd be the most likely to catch that look. Yeah. Oh, smack the yeah. shit out of him. There you go. Give him the business. Snap a pig. He's sleeping. Okay. Oh, At uh, this no, time, you start happen. running. No, you take the camera and you start bludgeoning his head with the camera. Yeah, no, you don't don't slowly walk back to the cat man. National Enquirer. This is how National Enquirer pictures happen. (laughs) They knock him out to get him to pick, you know what I mean? I had a cat person, baby. I found a cat person sleeping. Yeah. Uh oh. (laughs) Hey, do you want to play? I got some catnip. Hold back. That's what happens. Shouldn't have waited. Nope. Ooh. What is that? Uh, corkscrew. Why is there a corkscrew? Oh, because we're the- having a picnic, uh, I believe. Ooh. Hey. In the eye. In the eye. It's a lot that, of that, 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 that. For all you folksy lovers out there, there's your shot. <laughs> yeah. This is her telling him to screw off. Ah. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Alex, never changed. That took me way too long. 
I'm sorry. I sometimes I got it. Sometimes I'm a little off. Yeah, but hey, what like that guy's eye? Yes. Hello, Arby's got him now. That motherfucker. I got you, man. I got you. Oh yeah, because the car back. Animal controls on the kids. Animal control. Save the cute young woman. Need help. Crazy guy that looks like a cat. And Denim attacks me. Oh yeah, I forgot. He looks like a cat. (laughs) Please arrest him. In the business. I think he's Canadian. (laughs) I think he's Canadian. He wears a lot of denim. He wears a lot of denim. Ooh, Ooh, that hurts. Oh, Oh. the Joker did it. (laughs) Hey, you want to see a cool trick with a pencil? Yeah. Wait, I gave him. I gave them a lot of credit though, because like, there's a lot of in the moment gore that like don't. They don't dwell on it though. It's just like you get that. Oh, oh, ooh, oh, and it's just like fast cuts, like boom, 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 injury, injury. Smart. You really. Oh yeah, that one that killed him. That was just really hurt. You shot me in the back. Hit him again. Oh. Man, you're like stopping me from having some fun. I don't like that. Oh, an uneventful death for him. Why like, didn't he shoot again? Because he was in, in in shock of what was going on in front of him. Oh yeah, the face and everything. Yeah, he was, baby, I'm he, cooler. He shot him like five man. times, and then he got back up, and he's like, "Ooh, pussy and pussy action." I love oh, it. He's gonna walk away. Yeah. Okay, watch the Morris. No, watch the cat attack him. There's a shot. It's so, it's so, there it is. There it is. That's it's actually so pretty good looking. Yeah. Like, that looked like a legitimate cat clawing at him. Oh, and was that puppy. him doing it? Like, attacking himself? He probably was. I, I have a feeling it, they call it a butt puppet, and I did it in Gremlins. I think it's the same situation. I, I think he was attacking himself wearing that cat. That looks so... Yeah. But they were cutting back and forth between different shots. It worked. I like the biting, too. That was good. They were using... But they were using it effectively, though, Billy. It may have looked a little corny at the time, but they weren't dwelling on it. It was No, I mean, they were smart with it. I mean, it's creepy. It's it's effective. It looked like it was really biting him, yeah. I just wish that cat was played by Samuel L. Jackson in that moment. Hell yeah. You motherfucker! What's what's the fucking... Get my partner! Why are you getting my partner? We can do like a voiceover. That's got the cocaine beer vibe to it with the cop and his dog. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. Now, Morris the side. Raw chicken. Now, Morris. Raw chicken. Oh, she knows how to handle that knife. Slice and dice. I know how a peel man with one slice. I don't know how I feel with the way you're cutting. I'm confused. No. The kitties know. The kitties know. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder, like, how long were they in this area for? Not long. Yeah. They're, they're oh, okay. So they're, they're still, like, new to town. He's, like, the new kid. Okay. Yeah, he was Ooh. out of school for, like, one day. I couldn't remember. He's all fucked up. He's, he's, yeah, he's donezo. Look at him. Hey, Mom, that. can you so give good. me some loving? 
She's like super sad. She don't want to fuck him like that. That ain't going down. You nah. can't change up. You sure, man? Are you sure? That's how she didn't get him back in back. back At least the eye hole was lubed up. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. You'll be okay, little boy. I'll take care of you. Mommy's here. Yeah, topless, topless swabbing. Till I stick my oversized clitoris in your eye socket. <laughs> there is a, like, is it oversized clit or is it a chode? Like a portal. No, so. no, no. We're going for maximum weird. It's an oversized clit. <laughs> it's not a little wiener. It is no. an elongated clitoris. <laughs> I hope her nipples match. I like, yes. I like her mom. Yes. Like yeah. pencil erasers, but like drawn out. <laughs> <laughs> This is getting weird. I like it. Just doing this all day. Just come in Tokyo. Come in around. Tokyo. Yeah, just blobbing around. <laughs> if that's her natural lip color, then we she's a cat, color. so she's got six of them. <laughs> wait, wait. The left one is the one I favor. That's why that's one's a little longer, right, Mom? Don't chew on. Some of that CGI, that computer effects, very nice. Washing over him. There he's all banged up. Now, if he died, that'd be the end of the road for both of them. Yeah, that's why she's like really scared and sad right now. Because she's like, he just get me a cloth, a moist cloth at least. All I wanted was a Pepsi, just one Pepsi, and she wouldn't give it to me. Hey, I think we know these people. That's Toby Hooper and Stephen King. Best Stephen King cameo ever. It It really is. Maybe that's why they like each other so much. He gave him the best cameo. He's working the hell out of that toothpick. Playing like this jerk-off caretaker. It's just like, you can tell he's just living for it. You know what I mean? Clive Barker. Basically made his career with that quote. It's a nice way to return being both together on screen. I'm surprised there was no Sam Raimi. You know, he had his his list of cameos in different films. He's probably doing Darkman around this time. That could be. Yeah, but that's that's the kind of cool. Like, I mean, Matt, we've touched on it before a yeah. lot of times. That was that's the kind of cool thing you had back then in like the '80s and the '90s. You'd have the the horror guys all jumping in each other's stuff, you know, just to just to have fun with it. And you don't see that as much anymore, and that's that's that makes me sad. Bring it back. Yes, let's bring back more uh, horror directors in each other's uh, films. That'd be awesome. I think it would be wicked cool. It'd be like Easter eggs. For, I want like, to see Cronenberg act again. He was the best part about Jason X. <laughs> he was. Everyone's not taking her seriously. Who the fuck would? Is that I, I was almost raped by a cat. Yeah. <laughs> it was, I was six feet tall. Yeah, well, maybe five and four inches. Yeah, you know. It, that photographer looks like Ned from Friday the 13th. It is Ned from Friday is, yeah. Oh, it is? Okay. I was... <laughs> he looks the guy that he looks like the guy that would be the killer in this. Like in real life, if it, was if it wasn't the cat, yeah, if it wasn't <laughs> the cat, it'd be. Well, 
His face does look like a pussy killer. <laughs> that is true. She's having a time. I feel like yes, I'm. I'm here all day. If any of these cops were left with her, just with a blanket and no clothes like that, they'd probably be, she'd have a bigger problem on her hands. You know what I mean? Like South Park. Please bring hot cocoa and blankets. We well, get the vibe. Yeah, they're very bad. Yeah, cops. we don't. We don't trust the police here on Dead Kids of Dairy because we know the cops are not good. People. Yeah, they always carry their nightsticks and put it where they don't belong. Anybody that's carrying three forms of weaponry at all times, I, I can't look straight in the eye. Me neither. They're too prepared. Yeah. For not enough to happen. Hey, I only carry one uh, one item of weaponry at all times. <laughs> I think I know exactly what you're talking about. And it's not you as brain bastard. <laughs> oh, my. Oh, my. Jess is, doesn't know what to think you anymore, Alex. No, I was just thinking it was a time that I got arrested and the cop was, like, a little weird. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Cops are fucking weird. What, they yeah. try, They give you uh, give you an option? Well, I mean, at first, um, I got arrested because apparently I was stoned driving when I really wasn't. And I have so many people to vouch for me, too. So I got arrested because I marked lanes. And he tried to tag the whole weed thing on me because my car had weed in there. So it's like, okay, doesn't mean I'm smoking it. Either way, I got arrested, and, like, he brings me to the station, and at first I was pissed off, and then I was trying to make him laugh, and then I was just like, you know what, fuck it, it is what it is. I was going through the motions. And so we get to the station, and I was saying about um, how, like, uncomfortable the seat was, and so he goes to open the door. He's like, let me show you a, a comfortable way of sitting back here, and he, like, came at me. And I just, like, slithered my way around him, and I started walking myself to the station. I'm like, I'm not fucking doing this. Yeah. Like, no. <laughs> so, yeah, fuck cops. Yeah. Police. Fuck cats. Fuck cats, fuck, fuck cops, cats. fuck all the C-words. Not yeah. fuck cats, I like cats. They're jerks. You try walking down a flight of stairs, they're going to kill you. We all know they have an agenda. That is yeah, the they, coolest thing Bill's they ever said. Yeah. They will. They will try to. They, yeah, they're they're good for attempted murder. Yeah, and they also love knocking your glasses off counters. That too. They're good for that. Uh, I they don't hate... always feel like shitting in their litter box. <laughs> they don't like that. Sometimes they just feel like taking a crap on the floor. My cats will shit in the shower. Ah, uh, see. <laughs> it's like okay. I need to clean the cat box. I'm sorry. It's been one day. <laughs> no excuse. No excuse. Uh, what so, am I? A pesky uh, human. That's all. You've been bleeding for hours, lady. Get a fucking washcloth for him, at the least. He's bleeding. It looks like he's melting. It does. He's probably he's deteriorating. Melting pudding. I never realized that until now. Yeah, he looks like a lava cake. <laughs> But, but, but she's From the gonna, 99. Hell yeah. He's just going to stand there and just cry. Cry and make 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 themselves invisible. I got to say, I, that's that's a neat trick. I didn't know cats could make themselves invisible. Vampires. 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 Well, they're they're vampires. like vampires, I guess. Hey, is is that is that Sheriff Hellboy? It is. Sheriff. It's, it's Sheriff Hellboy. First Stephen King. Love it. 
This is early Ron Perlman, too. Yeah. I have to say, I mean, I love Ron Perlman, but I gotta say, out of everyone, I would have expected him wanting to make him one of the cat people. Because uh, I, I think on I think on uh, the island of Dr. Moreau, the uh, I think he was like part cat in that. Beauty one. and the Be- uh, He did like Beauty and the Beast TV show. Yeah. Beauty and the Beast. This was around Beauty and the Beast time. Uh, Very similar. Very similar makeup too. Yeah. Only he had the long Fabio hair. Oh yeah. yeah. Looking majestic like a cheetah. Yeah, yeah he did. It was like a whole big lion's mane, but like Jareth from Labyrinth. Yeah. Well, for Beauty and the Beast, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And that was, I mean, that was like Steve Wang and Matt Rose and, you know, they were doing all the sculptures and they were usually out of either Rick Baker's or Stan Winston's and, you know, mm-hmm. doing a lot of the sculpting work. I believe that was, I believe that was Stan Winston's shop that was responsible for it. I don't think Stan Winston was actually doing it. Yeah, no, I don't think he, yeah. It's like, listen, Sammy, I got a Samaritan here. It takes really big bullets. <laughs> he had a Samuel Jackson deal, too, where after he did some, well, Hellboy, realistically, then he, he kind of changed up and he was just a badass from that, that point out. And he yeah. like, would never kind of return. Yeah. I always thought he was a badass. I always yeah, thought. Wasn't he in uh, Sons of Anarchy? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah he played uh, Clay. That yeah. Was official, his official. It was Hellboy, then that was like the double whammy. Like, he'd never come back to, to anything soft. Even on Instagram or whatever, he's fucking hard. He's a hard ass on there. Damn. I got I got to interject on that though, Matt. It wasn't really Hellboy that started it. It was Guillermo's first movie, Chronos, because he played a hard ass motherfucker in that one, and that's yeah. Because he, he did he did a few movies with him, didn't he? Like yeah. uh, Children of the Lost City, or uh, he did Children of the Lost City. But the first first thing they did together was Chronos. Chronos, okay. And, vampire uh, movie. Let's yeah, go. vampire movie. Keeping it uh, current. Yeah, and. Yeah, he it just kind of went from there. Uh, before that, he was playing some real soft shit. It wasn't he wasn't doing anything like that. He was doing the Beauty and the Beast stuff. Yeah, or bit parts like this cap. Yeah, I'd love to see like a Del Toro King collaboration. Me too. That'd be great. That would be awesome. Holy fuck! That'd be amazing. <laughs> King writes Del, Del, Del Toro write directs. Too, fuck yeah. it. God damn! Would you like the book he wrote, The Strain, in there or whatever? I love The Strain. I loved it. All three of the books on the show, hmm, yeah. it was okay. wasn't as good as the books. The books are fucking fabulous. They're fantastic. It's funny how big that show was, and you never hear anything about it anymore. That show was huge at the time. That was it was. Movie. It was huge at the time. But the thing was, it was like, they kind of whiffed it in some ways compared to the books. Yeah. And it just, the fans of the books, like myself, just, there was some really unforgivable choices made as far as like from the source material that just made it like the original look of the master in the first season. It was just too goofy, man. Like I could not get down with that. Like, and you read it in the description of the master in the book hmm. and you're like, that's horrifying. And they just didn't translate it. Well, I don't know what, what, what the deal was with that, but. 
Yeah. But no, the the books, man, the strain, the fall, and uh the eternal the eternal night. That's that's the trilogy. And fuck man. Oh my god. Yeah. Such a good such a good series of books. Really are. I think I got the first one around here somewhere. So worth the read. Yeah. And I promise you after you finish that one, you're gonna be like I gotta watch. I gotta read the rest of this now. Uh, Matter of fact, oh my god, the cops eating all their food. This the junkie cop. Yeah, that's the junkie cop with the dark eyes, the devil's eyes. He takes all the. Where'd you hear that before? He takes you. He takes all the neighborhood neighborhood kids' drugs, man. It's all the drugs. Yeah. Fuck is a copycat. So, <laughs> just like since we're bringing it up, is that all of it? All the books? What's up? First edition. Oh, okay, of the right. I thought that was a box set. Very cool. First edition of the Fall, and first edition of the Night Eternal. I don't know. I just did. so you know, I'm putting my money where my mouth is. Good man. This father was in everything too. I always love seeing this dude pop up and stuff. He's such a nerd. Yeah. I want to get an affable, nice guy. A lovable nerd. Ooh. I love to meet him. He seems cool. She just clawed his face. His name was Claude. That's why he got Claude. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna kill you. Honey, you're not bitch. Oh, yeah, he had a heart attack, Alex. Claude had a heart attack. Oh, shit. <laughs> I like it. fucking went pushed. down out of fight. She just pushed him and he's like dead. He did have a little bit of fentanyl in his system, so I guess we can't, you know, he had to take a nap anyways. Caught a mid-nod. Oh, then the true warrior, the true fighter of the whole house, the fucking mother. Oh. Uh, yeah, she wrecked shot, man. Bang. Damn. Almost looked like blood popping up. Yeah, it looked like her body exploded. Ooh, fentanyl cop is up. That goes together with the screaming dead body at the beginning. Wow, what a cop, dude. Holy shit. I shot my entire load. He's like three feet away from her and he couldn't hit her. Well, you know. That cop couldn't hit a barnyard with a bazooka. Sadly. You should see how long it takes him to find the vein when he shoots Dope Bill. Is that Willy Wongo? Hey, John Landis. Hey, beautiful. Landis. Landis is eating. That makes me happy. Joe Dante, your boy. I love Joe Dante. I just watched the uh, Joe Dante. <laughs> the Q&A, actually, for Gremlins 2. Yeah. Well, this is this is definitely the public access connect right here. I mean, because he knew everybody. Oh, know? totally, yeah. So he could, call in, he could call in all the favors. I always Ooh. laugh at this. That... That that's one corny way to die. Yeah. This whole yeah, thing's wow. a drug dream in that guy's head. Him getting <laughs> stabbed with corn. Well, he's, in a bag. he's on a couch, passed out somewhere. Well, at least he got the kernel of truth out of her. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> be oh my god! <laughs> out of control, Alex. They should have done out more drills like this with choking the corn. <laughs> yes. Tough. I always wondered if that was a nod, to be honest with you. No, but I mean, it does dumb, but I thought, like, is this a Children of the Corn reference? I mean, and they're hurting cats. They're hurting cats. 
We had a fun fact about there had to be multiple cuts of the film, and maybe like at one point that was a knife, and they had to like make it more cartoonish and weird by being a corn on the cob fucking thing. Well, surreal, definitely. Yeah. Well, they're supposed to have like the old like supernatural Power. vampire monster strength, you know. Yeah. So. Yeah, you know, take take something as as benign as as a corn cob, and you know, corn hold someone. Yes. Precisely. Because he literally gave him a corn hole. Yeah. <laughs> now he gets down with it. Yeah, a hole it. with a corn in it. Whoa! <laughs> I told you she liked to peg people. Dragging her by the hair, that's a good look. You did say that. Ooh! And, oh, oh, she she great bit off Ron Perlman's fingers. His mouth got so big. Good. He was about to bite her head off Whoa. in return, but then he forgot what movie it was. He said, <laughs> I'm supposed to die. Run, man, run! I feel like Ron Perlman's scream was used somewhere heavily in the promotion of this movie because I always remember Ron Perlman screaming at least. I know if it was the trailer or if it was the TV spot, but I remember. Yes. Seeing, it was there. Yeah, I remember I was seeing it. Was there. It was the there. The first time I really saw his face, and I'm like, I am. I fell in love with the man. Jeez, those must be special bullets because one shot and the entire car blows up. She fought in all the wars, Alex. She knows her guns. Every time, man, she fought for the South. She really, (laughs) she really knows how to. Dark reference. I appreciate that. that, Like that, Napoleon's right hand woman. There you go. Well, at least we know she knows how to handle a gun. She's like, fuck Joan of Arc. Does she leave her son for dead? No, no bringing her I back think... to her son. He's okay. still in the All right, I thought they were at the, just the, oh, they're at the police station, right? Yeah, because he's, uh, yeah. he's trying to bring uh, the uh, the orphan back. I like their use of lighting in this. Even the way the house was always shot, the house, like, right there. That fucking looks great. You know? It's a great shot. Very ominous and imposing. The fires of hell burn within. Is that a crane? I, 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 I think so, yeah. I gotta say, every time I see that front yard with all those cats, I'm just thinking of all the shit that you have to clean up. That too. They bury their poop. That's why they hate the cats. <laughs> the real reason. I found out the up. reason why. About like the connection between cats and vampires. You what found it? What? It's not like a real lore per se, but if you take the Egyptian lore of, like, the fact that cats are, uh, what is it, they, they're keepers of the underworld. So, like, they can stop the souls from escaping or if they're here, they can send them back. So it's like, if you add that in with the vampires, that means, like, Mm. the vampire can be seen by the the cat, which we saw in the movie. Or you could almost say, like, how the sparrow in the mines, how, like, you know, if they would go crazy if there was gas... Almost like these these cats were almost like in, like uh, indicators of like something evil lurking and something here, you know. And yeah, like, and they probably have the power to send them back or like cause them to end up dying, you know. Yeah, but I mean, I, I just thought that was kind of cool the connection, and someone went like hard on it on like <laughs> online. Remember the cat? That pre- Sorry, remember the cat that predicted death? No. Oh, oh yeah. He was in like a little hospital. It was like a, like one of those animals that was, you know, 
And cats so actually cat like smell it. But this cat was like going to go into the nursing home and just like spend their time. And whoever had like the cat by their side, like that night was going to pass away. But at least they yeah. knew they had like a companion. I think that's like an urban legend. It's not. It's real. There's a billion stories of it. Like it happened, but like everybody's got that story. Ray Booten has that story because he used to work in a uh, hospice center. He'd say that up like they'd be like cat fucking chilling with people before they died type stuff. Yeah. Well, hey, one last chance at pussy before you die. <laughs> Stop trying to fuck the cats, dude. Yeah, I, I, I can't help it. I mean, <laughs> I, what can I say? I, 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 I'm just saying animal control after you, Hawk. Hawk, do you have a barbed penis? Well, that's it. No, oh. <laughs> no, no. Last time I checked, I don't. But, okay. You know, it depends. I mean, if you like a bob penis, I can pretend I got a bob penis, if that works. You know? <laughs> I never want to think of your genitals fucking period, man. He was great. Hey, listen. I'm, I'm just saying, I'm such a great actor that I can be anything that you want me to be. That's all. I'm We've crossed a bridge that we cannot cross again. He's giving us the judgmental eyes. I love it. <laughs> Even Maddie's giving the judgmental look. <laughs> Appliance. Like he was wearing a mask. He's like, okay, now you gotta make out with my son that is grotesquely looking like a Frankenstein cat creature. Like, yeah, definitely is a mask. It's three way time. Yeah. That's good. Tower. <laughs> I mean, she Mommy, looks legitimately it. scared. I would not be surprised if they surprise these makeups, the evolution well, on her. I don't know. This girl, this girl really knows, knows how to, you know, scream. You know, well, I mean, most. it's scary makeup. You know, it's gory makeup. I think if you just put yourself in the moment, look at someone with their face busted open, you could find it within yourself to scream, like, intensely, I'd hope. I'd think. No, but I think maybe she might have, like, distanced herself, you know, maybe just not to be around the makeup whatsoever. It's almost like surprise her, which yeah. some people do sometimes. They, 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 yeah. they, it's good. they probably did, yeah. And it was all touched up before, you know, so it probably didn't look as bad, and they added all the blood and shit right before. That's a great, now that's we, a great shot right there. Yeah. It was. So that's two different masks. Now he's like, Open wide, like, like cat, but part lizard too. It's it's yeah. really it's, it's a kizzard. It's very sweaty, very sweaty look to it. Uh, lubricated. I, I think the mother is very lubricated. Yeah, yeah. Like the Ooh. makeup for the vampire, yeah. and the Buffy the Vampire Slayer. It's very similar to this. Yeah, yeah no, it is for sure. I always hated yeah. that Buffy the Vampire. You talking about the show? Yeah, that was like the worst makeup of all time. Yeah, I thought it was so cool growing up. It was it was like a poor man's Lost Boys, in my opinion. Yeah, I guess that's a good way to put it. I, I was the poor man. Well, <laughs> yeah, great yeah. value Lost Boys makeup. Great, yeah. Because Buffy actually has some really good fucking makeups on that show. When I, it's not the vampires. <laughs> there was a Mr. Boogity type thing. I, I was never a big Buffy fan, but I've seen an episode with like... There was like some Mr. Boogity type deal that was in the hospital that would like, like the cat would come yeah. the when they die. And that was really scary looking, I remember. I didn't like the silent brothers, the no. twins, whatever. Oh, oh, Are you talking about the gentleman? 
Yeah, yeah. that's it. The gentleman freaked me the fuck out. Yeah, Mr. Doug my, Jones. My, my head, my head teacher actually at Savini's uh, helped with the makeup applications on those. That's cool. Nice. You guys are so very cool. Perfect. So we have two lubricated cats now. Yeah, very, very slimy. <clears throat> A lot of lubrication on set. Hey, hey, lubrication helps everything go down, if you know what I mean. Yeah. I can just I can just picture Garris in his chair going, KY Cannon. <laughs> KY Cannon. Ooh. Ooh. I remember that. Harsh. Drive away before the cat monster gets you. Lighting makes this all beautiful. Yeah. yeah. Favorite, baby. Oh, ah. I done that. Hey, Ooh, I like nice that. Shot. That's a good shot with that. She just throw oh, a bear trap at him. Yep, cat trap, but same thing. Trying to rope him in. Oh shit! Yeah, he ain't Ooh. good. He's gonna learn to regret that. Hey, <laughs> the rock, the hand that the rock. Is so scared, I love that effect. Luby the cat's coming. Come on, cat power. Here we go. Here we go. As Jim Ooh. Ross used to say, now, it's going to be a slobber knocker. Yeah. Yes. There's a lot of fur flying on this one. And I got to say, I mean, I understand that everyone wants a lot of pussy, but that's ridiculous. Yeah, that's a lot of man. I don't know. Like that That's I'm, too much for me to handle. I was, I was about to say, like, sometimes it's just, it is, it's too much pussy. There, there is yeah. a limit. Yeah, I mean, heck, I don't one think can I... enjoy at the same time. And I feel like she's experiencing that right now. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think a guy in the college just deals with this much pussy. I don't know, man. Burning up. Looks like he's uh, a flaming pussy right now. <laughs> from Death uh, Till Dawn. Yeah, I can smell the cat hair from, from here. Dawn. Yeah. It's got a little bit of that vibe, I'm sure. <laughs> I, I dug deep for that for you. Oh. Uh, uh, okay, is it wrong that I actually think she's even hotter now? I mean, <laughs> in Fahrenheit, yes. There you go. Oh, man. Okay, now we now what's in the back of the car? Uh-oh. What's in the back of the car? Because we know every, every single movie where there's, there's nothing in the back of the car. This is it. This is game is over, it? man. Is it? Game over. Uh, there's the cat here. Game over, man. Game over. And the son died in the in the house on the couch. Yeah. She's, she's looking at the cat like, why aren't she on set with the troll and Drew Barrymore right now? Oh, <laughs> that was like a decade before this. Coin. Well, Those were like twelve episodes ago. So, oh, the kitty's so the happy. Kitty reminds me of church. Kitty looks unconscious. Morris. The kitty was like, like kneading her arm. It was cute. Kitty I will say outside. this: you, you do have a point, yeah. coin. Morris does look like the general. You're not wrong. There you go. Uh, yeah, the cats took over the world that night. Cats. Cats. down, Q and Anya. Then, yeah. The uh, end. <laughs> God damn, that was a quick one too, huh? That went pretty yeah. quick. 
That was fun. That was a fun role. Like, uh, like I said, when I rewatched it, it was it was better than I remember it being. But I think just as like a younger kid, I think it didn't have. I mean, the gore was there looking back at it, but like you know, the vampire cat deal wasn't quite uh, the boogeyman I was looking for. I guess when I first kind of watched it. Saw this is it was different. It was different, and we hadn't seen it before. (laughs) I personally think for a younger audience whether it be teenagers or even a little younger than that, I think this is just a little too high concept yeah. for, for, for the, for the young crowd. To yeah, really I definitely didn't understand around. this when I first watched It's it. a little too mythological. It's a little too, they're pulling from too many deep straws, if you will. It's like yeah, someone really. had a stoned thought and was like, yo, we're going to make this into a movie. Cause it made sense to them. Yeah. Well, I mean, King, you know, sometimes he goes off on really wild tangents, and this is definitely one of the more wild ones, you know? I mean, I'm here for it. I, I personally like the movie. I'm about it. I'm about it. it. Yeah. I mean, I think I appreciate but I think I appreciate this movie now more as a learned adult who's studied a lot of this mythological stuff at this point in his life and can see all the nuances in there and appreciate all the little things. Whereas a younger audience probably just doesn't fucking care. They just want to show up to see the people die. Right. Yeah. You know? Well, I, I, I gotta say, I mean, it's, it's funny because I remember when I first watched it, I thought, I mean, I thought the whole cat thing was kind of, you know, new and, and different. I didn't really connect to that, but I was like, Watching it again, I forgot how, how, how sexually charged this entire movie was. Super beyond. I mean, and I, I, I I remember watching this as a teenager and, and I mean, I, it it definitely uh, hit all the right buttons, but with the side of, you know, the cat people, the, the supernatural elements, I think just kept on, you know, you know, it like brought you in and then you kind of like, wait a minute, these are cat people. This is just too weird. So yeah. I think that kind of threw you uh, for a bit until you, know, you finally got used to it. But uh, I definitely have to say this is definitely one of those Stephen King films I would put in the guilty pleasure uh, section where it's not like the best, uh, not his best uh, adaptations. But it's a fun adaptation. You would jerk yeah. off to this adaptation. I yes, remember. I yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, like I'm going to have to rub one out when we're done. Yeah. I, I, I oh, well, hold on, James. When we're done? Oh, okay. Uh, I, I thought we were doing it now. Yeah, no, we're seeing both hands talk right now. Both hands. Thank you. His device. He's got his device up like <laughs> his hands. No lube here. <laughs> Hawk has a yeah. machine. It just automatically does it for him. Dude, the internet kept trying to sell me a banana washer. Suction. What? A banana washer. The internet kept trying to sell it to me. A banana washer. Are we talking about actual bananas or other things? I mean, I showed a banana in there, but... Send Alex the link. That's all you gotta do. Hey, hey, what can I I say? I believe in having bananas fully washed. But Alex, what you were saying about the mother thing, I think actually is a good point. I think that a younger audience, when you go, you know, when you're younger, you see like a penis on screen and you go, oh, fuck. You can't take it for artistic, so to speak. You know what I mean? It has that same vibe with like the mother and son relationship. You're like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. I mean, I mean, 
thing is that I mean, we can definitely joke and 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 and, would, I, and all that about it now. But I mean, when you're a younger audience, not only do you have the I mean, being a teenager when I saw this, I was like, "Whoa, this is extremely hot and sexy." And then you throw in the the incestuous thing, then you're like, "Okay, that's kind of like weird, taboo, a little." You know, I don't know how to take this. And then they throw in the supernatural element where you have, you know, they're now cat people. So, I mean, (laughs) it's like too many things of like, awesome, whoa, okay, kind of weird. And okay, okay, now we've kind of crossed into a whole area which I I don't know what my body is telling me right now. I think I'm going back away. My my body is having reactions that it shouldn't be having right now, and I'm leaving the room. <laughs> it's it's like they're from Transylvania, Alabama. <laughs> yes, oh. I love it. Yes, yes. Yeah, I get it. You're like you're like okay. I'm 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 gonna jerk off to this, but I don't feel good about it. <laughs> I'm going to definitely be unclean <laughs> afterwards. I feel icky. But I'm still doing it. So. <laughs> I, I, I got to take care of business. You know how it is. Got to get down. Uncle, I picture you licking your hands clean like cats do now. <laughs> <laughs> no. You filthy guy. No. Line. <laughs> Some people like that stuff, I hear. Uh, Alex tells me that stuff's good times. Hey, 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 listen. I'm down to try anything. Alex says a free male is a free male. Alex, uh, you might want to go back on that one. Yeah, Yeah, you should. Telling people you lick your your stuff off your hand, Bubba. That's not a good look for you. I I promise you. I promise you it's only jelly jam. That could be the phrase that ruins your acting career. No one would want to be around you if you tell them you like come off. Thank God. Come off no, no, no. That's how he gets his like way into Hollywood. That's actually true. Yeah. Hey, hey. Uh, every time I hear this, there's new uh, weird things coming out of Hollywood. Uh, out of both ends, I might add. But you know. Whoa, dude. Both ends. <laughs> You're a scary guy, man. Yeah, man. I'm a little freaked out. Yeah. I feel weird. Needing adults. Billy Coin saying that. And what can I say? We're all here to just have fun and make jokes and hope you like them. If you don't, sorry. Blame Hog. Fuck them if they can't take a joke, I say. There you go. Sure. I think we all enjoy Anybody not like this movie at all? I fucking hated this movie. Yeah, and Billy. Billy's only saying that so he can be the the righteous one. Yeah, no, no sex guy. in my horror movies. I he want to be them. a special guy. That's what yes, it is. I, I, I want pure Puritan horror. Okay, I only want to see ankles and that's it. Nothing more. None of this, you know, you know, sexy no other son stuff. Not you know? one single cat titty can be in my movie. Heck yes, <laughs> and there's six of them to choose from. Seriously. There is. Billy, you really didn't like it? I support killer breasts. Hell yeah, me too. But that. From outer space? <laughs> From Uranus. Oh, sleepwalkers. Ooh. 
No, I mean, I actually do like, I mean, I'm just giving this movie though. I like this movie a lot. I mean, yeah. when I saw it when I was younger, I'm like, I, I just didn't get it because, yeah. yeah, I understood like the sexual connotations and like all the incestuousness. I mean, this movie just has like a forbidden element to it. But, you know, it's like when you watch it, it's like, okay, I have now, you know, this is a new, something I've never seen before. Right. I didn't feel good about watching this after. I mean, this is like watching like a Nazi exploitation, you know, it's like, I need a shower afterwards. And there's very few genres and movies. I feel like I need to take a shower afterwards. This fits in that category. You know, know you shower, but all right. You definitely feel like, it's like if you watch like SS or any of the Elsa movies, you know, it's like, I need a shower afterwards. This movie, I need a shower afterwards. It's just there being film sleepwalkers. Yeah, I wouldn't put a Serbian film and Sleepwalkers quite in the same. No, no. no. he just like he was like conned into the things he did. Hundred twenty days of Sodom. Yeah, no, Um, I wouldn't put Sleepwalkers in there. No, I know. I'm just playing. (laughs) (laughs) Sal in a Serbian film that makes more sense. No, no. I, I mean, I can, I can actually see watching Sleepwalkers again. Not, not those other two films. I'm sorry. No. Uh-uh. Want to talk about a movie? I needed a shower. Those are shower movies. Yeah. Those, those are cry in the shower movies. Yeah. Billy, Billy's in a bathroom. That's why he said. He well, no, but I, I think like probably one of the most difficult. I mean, I think it's a brilliant series. It's very powerful. It's just, um, the August Underground stuff. I mean, that's yeah. not, I'm not. I, I'm familiar. I know of him. I haven't seen him. I, Fred Vogel is a real good guy. I've known him for for years through the convention scene. We went to Savini's together at one point, and you know. But some movies are just. I mean, I'm not saying they're hard to watch, but you, like you don't like that necromantic. You don't feel you know the sensation afterwards. It's not like you're coming out of it feeling like. Hey, that's really great. It, it, or, or you can be like, yeah, I enjoyed it, but now I feel like yeah. I need to shower. I, I know what you mean, yeah. I'm with you. I think, I think in the terms of sleepwalkers, though, like, there's enough going on in the movie besides the weird incest cat sex. Oh, no, there is, exactly. And not so, feel... And not feel so grossed of, out about it. Yeah, uh, yeah. Intense, yeah. Those other movies are really intense. But like you Got look it. at something, you know, where like a G-rated version of some of those movies almost. Where, if, you, if you have elements like incest and rape, and it's in the forefront, it can definitely be deemed to make you feel uncomfortable in certain situations, where it can kind of change the progression of watching something. Yeah. But this, but this movie, I mean, it, it's it's soft pedaled enough. It's not like so in your face where you're right, Lamont. There are these other elements, and. I like this movie. I mean, this movie has grown on me. And that those are my last words, and that's where I leave it. Not ever, I hope. <laughs> Man. <laughs> Too much metal for one. Give me them well, so I think it's safe to say everybody enjoyed uh, oh. this, you know, which is a good deal. We haven't had a movie I think we've all enjoyed all across the board. And Well, I mean, there that. was Return to Salem's Lot. I mean, everyone loved <laughs> no, that. No, one. no, no, come on, <laughs> come on, Alex. I no, say the first Salem's Lot we all loved. You know, I think, I think the last, I think the last one was Maximum Overdrive when we yeah. were all like resoundedly like, "Yep, that was, was amazing." A good time. Yeah, 
And and like Maximum Overdrive, I think this falls in the same category where it's, you know, kind of like, you know, it's it's kind of like out there and, and weird and, and all of that, and, and that's why we love it. And well, <laughs> I think that's a big credit to Mick Garris because he's gonzo enough in his own stuff to go, oh, you want to do what, Mr. Stephen King? Yeah, let's fucking go for it. Where I think some other horror movie directors might have been like, ah, you fucking crazy. <clears throat> you know? But Mick Garris is that guy. Like he'll, did, he'll... This co- did this come right after him doing the Psycho movie? His, his yeah. Psycho? It, was, it, like, it was right around the same time. It does have, like, with the mother and son relationship, you know what I mean? It, 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 mm-hmm. That kind of carried over a little bit, I think. I think that might have colored it a little bit for the better. I don't. I don't think it's a bad thing. Yeah, right. I agree with you. I think it only helps at the uh, you know overall in the grand scheme of things. It yeah, him coming him coming off of that going into this, like he already had kind of like a concept of the dynamic. Yeah, you know, well, he just Wayne got to go even that. further with it. Plus, it's not like a situation for Mick either, where it's like the studios were saying, "Hey, we have the directors of." You know, Critters 2 and Psycho 4. Here you go. No, it's like, you know, I mean, this guy has had an amazing, you know, history with people like Steven Spielberg, you know, going back to like, you know, amazing stories. And that really, I mean, Mick Garris is a really interesting guy. And, you know, I love Postmortem. I'm a big fan of his podcasts. He's a good filmmaker. And I would love to see him get back in the director's chair once again. I don't think he's ever gotten out of it. He's not. He's, he's been. He's worked the whole. He's been working the whole time. He's been he's doing. Yeah, but like, I can't years. wait to see what comes next. I think that's the best Mick Garris is one of the few people that kind of has kept their finger on the pulse of horror and kept himself in kind of the horror spotlight for twenty years or so. Like fully, like because what, like you said, with the podcast is huge. Probably one of the better horror podcasts to listen to outside of Dead Kids of Dairy, of course. Of course. But I think, yeah, I think, I, given. yeah, I think he's a, I think he, yeah, he's definitely not that, you know, not that you were trying to say anything bad, Bill, I understand. But yeah, I think oh, another one, he's pretty consistent and he had Masters of Horror as well as Fair Itself. He made like a more commercial, Fair Itself was more of a commercial Masters of Horror, you know what I mean? But, you know, we, that was the first time we seen John Carpenter do anything was when he brought him on to do Cigarette Burns. There's a lot of directors that that we love from yesterday's past if you will or like the films that they made then that we never thought we would ever get a film from them and because of masters of horror you know what i mean they actually we got to see him again which was cool so i give him huge he's very like mick garris is incredibly important for multiple reasons in, in the genre of horror you know what i mean he's opened a lot of doors for a lot of wonderful folks that have been able to you know stretch i mean you even look at like Tashi Nike, you know, I mean, no one at that time was taking a chance on him. And, um, but we're here in the States at least. And, you know, what Mick Garris was able to do for him was amazing. I mean, you know, it might be one of the few episodes that, you know, was pulled, but, you know, it's, if you can find it, I mean, it's an imprint. Have you ever seen it? Yeah. I saw, I saw half of it. I saw half of it and I was extremely impressed, but I just, I mean, I've seen all the others. I mean, I saw like Larry, everybody from like Larry Cohen to Stuart Gordon. I mean, you know, I, but that, it was like 12 episodes, I think, you know. Takashi Miike is like one of my favorite directors of all time. 
Like he he's a guy that's done so much in Japan. Like triple digits right in films. Like but yeah. the stuff he's done is like so fucking crazy. One of like, my personal favorites is uh Gozu. Gozu's um, fucking incredible. Um, incredible. I mean it's just it, I mean it's funny what he does because I mean it's like to take the extremes of gore and almost incorporate like you know the Japanese aesthetic and I mean it's almost like art house because it's just different. But I mean he's such he's he's such a, a tour and amazing, you know, what he does. And it's people like Mick Garris, you know, who are able to you know, open the door. They open the door for so many of these different if amazing was, filmmakers from around. If it the wasn't world. for Mick Garris, like we'd have never seen the audition. We'd have never seen Itchy the Killer. And I would have never gotten any of his samurai movies over here with any kind of dub or subtitles. I'd have had to watch them in Japanese. Yeah. Which would have sucked. So thank you, Mick Garris, because you gave me Takashi Miike and it's been an incredible influence on my personal work. So think, you're listening. Uh, Thanks. Almost like Eli Roth would almost play a part because I remember like those hostile movies were pretty much like straight up Mike K films there. And uh like that was that was like a really big time for him. Like he got Masters of Horror around that time because he was big over in Japan or wherever he's from. And um Japan. He did T V movies, everything like James was saying, everything. And then he kind of had an influx where he boomed over here for a little bit, and it was around that time. Like, he had the cameo in Hostel 1 or 2, but, like, the whole Hostel movies, I think Eli Roth has said that they were strictly, like, tribute or, like, homage to him. It was, it's it's a huge homage to Takashi Miike. Yeah. Um, the feel, the grittiness, the look, it's that's Itchy the Killer. Like, if you watch Itchy the Killer, you would think it was a Hostel movie with more of a purpose. Yeah. You know I, I mean? love that movie, actually. I, I'll let you watch it next time you're over. Oh, it's so fucking it's your good. movie. It's your movie, man. So I think, like, Audition was kind of, like, yeah. the first one. I think a lot of people took note. I mean, he'd done so many, but when Audition came over here to the States, it exploded. It just opened up the door. Yeah, it exploded. This amazing... I mean, I remember there was another filmmaker... In the nineties, I forget his name. Amazing. He, he did, uh, one of the episodes of Necronomicon and, um, he's also Japanese and he also went on to recreate the Gamera franchise of the nineties. And so it's interesting how, um, to bring people from across the pond, whether if it's on the west side or the east side, you know, to, you know, the Hollywood system and see how we can kind of mold and shape them. Cause you know, if they have knowledge of not just filmmaking, but like special effects and filmmaking and, you know, how to do all these different elements yeah. definitely has helped shape some of these filmmakers. Cause they know exactly what they want to see as the auteurs, but from these different places all over the world. Audition was the first time I heard of him. And I think the first time I heard of audition was on that boogeyman documentary. If anybody remember that, the compilation of all the different boogeymen, that's the first time I heard of Audition, and I had to run out and buy it. The first time I heard of The Ugly, too, which was also, I went out and bought that, too. I never heard of those movies before that documentary dealio, with a compilation, whatever you want to call it. Wasn't The Ugly Australian, memory serves correct? The Ugly is, yeah, I think it's Australian. Yeah, because, I mean, The, the Ugly Patrick. Remember, I didn't know, man. I mean, it's amazing just looking around it from movies you know, 
Right. Explore di- for different regions. Yeah. You know. That Boogeyman, that compilation dealio was kind of cool. I remember, like, that was right around when DVD kind of popped off, if I remember correctly. And mm-hmm. it was interesting just to get that, like a weird mixtape of your favorite slasher icons, you know. Yeah. It was fascinating. Yeah. But at the yeah. time, you would think it would be something that would be kind of unheard of, given all the rights. Properties, yeah. The property issues, the IP mishmash it's it's a feat it's still a feat i think the docu it was a document i think if they considered a documentary that's probably how they got away with it because there was narration and stuff through it talking and like introducing each one yeah i do i do think they kind of i think it is labeled as a documentary which is which is how they were able to skirt that I wonder if they ever did anything because I would anything else after that because that I should I want to look into that actually the producers and filmmaker because that was a big deal at the time I remember. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Sure. The shizzle. Well, does anybody else want to say anything about these sleepwalker things? No. Awkward boner. That's it. Awkward uh, boner. That's fair. Awkward boners. Furry yep, boners. Yeah. Yeah. I still it's have mine. <laughs> we'll let Alex take care of his boner and wrap up the episode. Thank you, because it's it's <laughs> it's it's becoming quite a nuisance right now. Well, stay down, boy. Stay hard. down. You're wild. You're please, wild too, please shut it off, Matt. Put me no, out of my misery. <laughs> I I literally cannot stand up from my chair without giving James an eyeful. Oh my! And I, really Alice, Alice Curtis does it for me too, Alex. It's okay. You're a wild guy. Well, with that being said, we hope everybody enjoyed the show. What movie's next? What do we get up next? You guys know off top. Um, I think it's actually Children of the Corn Two. I think. Two. That's right. Oh, dear God. That's right. That's right. Taking another. I'm second. excited. Oh, I I do want to say, uh, since uh, that is going to be the next one that they they just did a remake and. At, at the rate of things going, that Dead Kids of Dare yeah. will never end because there will always be a Stephen King remake. They remade, they did another re, they did remade it? Like yeah. recently, recently? Yeah, yeah recently. It's been past like month, I think, right? Oh, really? I figured, I uh, yeah, it just came out. Uh, yeah, we will get around to that around 2032. So. Probably. Yeah. And, uh, the only uh, difference that I could see off the top obvious was they gender swapped instead of having. You know, young boys leading the children of the corn. They have young girls, Makes which yeah, I mean, uh, which I'm fine with. I mean, it doesn't bother me. Sure, that's not what you said before we started recording, Alex. What? That you weren't bothered by that. You were very bothered by that. I was. Hop just <laughs> lie for that's equality. Cool. Me? Would I do that? No. Yes. No. Mm. no. I always tell the truth. I told everyone about my weird bo- boner I'm having right now. So. I don't know about Abraham that. Lincoln was an awkward boner. Yes. That's right. That that explains the hat. That's where <laughs> the term Lincoln log came from. Yes. <laughs> Only one question <laughs> comes to mind. Playing with them Lincoln logs. All right. Cool beans. Cool beans. What would All Brian right. Well, if you enjoy... If you enjoyed Billy in this episode, you go listen to more <laughs> episodes, Okay. And then come back and listen to more. Dead Kids of Dare. And we'll catch everybody on the next episode of the Dead Kids of Dare. Awkward boner.
Another one in the can. <laughs> this show is a part of the Boombastic Media Network. If you enjoyed it, check out other episodes wherever you listen to podcasts. If you'd like to watch and support the cause a little deeper, check out our Patreon page at Boombastic Streaming. That's Boombastic with two O's at Patreon.com for uncut videos of past and present from podcasts as well as early access and all types of Boombastic goodies. Our podcasts and films all in one place. Plug in. We appreciate you and your support.